0: a priest, a minister, a rabbi, and an imam walk into a coffee shop. (laughs) No joke. And nobody laughs. around here in this city, it's simply either what we call Together Tuesday or a northern and central Louisiana interfaith gathering of some sort, meeting or action or a collaborative public action for a cause that all of us care about. Now those worlds joining forces readily and easily is an accomplishment that may be easy to take for granted when we live places where the battles are not active. But it's an amazing thing and I'm grateful every time I get to be part of it. To me, it's a tremendously meaningful and touching occasion. The Polish-born American rabbi, one of the leading Jewish theologians and Jewish philosophers of the 20th century, Abraham Joshua Heschel said, wonder rather than doubt is the root of all knowledge. Now, When I think of, for my sake, the world was created, if I can't walk around in that expression with some sense of wonder, uh, I don't think I'm going to learn very much. You know, at the same time, thinking about the universe and the way things unfold and uh, that generally, it's the people outside the boxes that come up with solutions that are unexpected. I, I don't know why I'm throwing this in here, but I heard uh, the other day that the only people that are really afraid of artificial intelligence taking over control, are the ones who don't have any other predators. The billionaires that uh, are pretty much impervious to all the other systems are the ones who are worried about one thing that could actually come and get them. Because everybody else's concerns are more immediate. There's a lot between us and a problem like that that we have to reckon with. on a regular basis, and so I think it's, we get caught up in, in our material consumer world and can lose sight of one of or the other of those, whether it's how very precious we are or whether it's that we really aren't. All that much in in physical terms in the scheme of things, uh, so we're here brought together by a light inside of us and a light that joins us together um, but there there there's two sides of all these coins. We're in one world, we share one world, uh, but there are so many things that we don't see alike. Uh, um, I think worldviews, the way I'm thinking about them today, and there are you know, a million other ways to think about them, kind of break down into three orientations. One is either that uh, that of feeling safe and secure in the world and trusting life and and finding that there are people in this world who are trustworthy and there are things that can be um, counted on. And another is an orientation that everything's going to get away from you if you don't keep constant vigil on it, that all things need to be Controlled, intended, and and that it's a dynamic of power struggle and um, you know circumstances. It's about manipulating things and events and people and, and so that they behave in accordance with what we understand they what we think they need to be doing. Um, and then there's a third posture that's one of vulnerability and adaptability and acceptance. Now, all three of these can be positive and negative things. The feeling safe in the world can be utterly naive, but it can also be just a sign of knowing what a wonder is and that there are things, maybe beyond our understanding, that I consider trustworthy. I have not lived a life that taught me to find life untrustworthy. So it's it's a position of privilege, it's a position of naivete in a lot of ways, but it's one that is rooted in conviction and experiences that I can't make go away. They were things that I didn't look for, they were things that uh, weren't given me by other people, they are my experience that shows me this. And then there are things about the control deal that if we're not paying attention, the malevolent actors around us, whatever caused them to be that way, will get out of hand. There, there are things that we have to pay attention to, or um, all the weeds take over. The poison ivy grows a whole lot faster than the flowers do. Right? You know, the, uh, uh, but being that kind of, uh, being about control and about manipulation and um, uh, power shut you down. They keep you constricted and they keep you away from many of the most beautiful and worthwhile things in life. So that's not okay all by itself either. And then there's the vulnerability and the adaptability and the acceptance. Now that can be something that we come to along a spiritual life and a spiritual journey that is a beautiful thing, and humbling thing when we arrive at it, or it can be something that's imposed by something outside of us that takes us to a horrible place. Not that the two are automatically exclusive. But the deal is that all three of those perspectives exist in all three of those Abrahamic traditions. It's not about religion, it's not about, um, it's not about status, it's not about the strata that we find ourselves in, although certainly some of them are more conducive to aspects than others are. But because all three of those can be found in all three places, when we try to reach across the lines and find the people who have different descriptions in ourselves, um, who might have one of those aspects in common with us, we find find new common ground. Um, Our primary orientation, whether it's uh, feeling safe, whether it's feeling the need to control things, or whether it's feeling um, allowing vulnerability, our primary orientation will color everything else in our experience. It has a lot to do with our callings in life. It has a lot to do with um, our creativity and willingness to step outside of boxes. I don't think anybody here would deny that this world is changing quickly. Even in all the ways that it stays the same, there are changes that happen exponentially that we participate with. Um, that change our lives. Um, Whether it's the way that medicine is done, whether it's electronic devices, whether it's how much we do or don't communicate in person with people, uh, whether it's the fact that once upon a time most people never got out of a 100-mile radius of the place that they grew up.
1: And now we travel
0: all over the world if we're fortunate. Um, But there's a whole lot more of that than there used to be. So we're in one world. The idea of the two pockets. For my sake, the world was created, and I am but dust and ashes. And the three traditions, I think, make for a nice formula. for balancing those orientations, those three ideas, those, uh, you know, the, the Jewish tradition, the Christian tradition, and the Muslim tradition or the Abrahamic traditions. I don't think I actually said that. Um, but three orientations within three traditions, you know, it, it multiplies pretty quickly. There was a, a movie 20 years ago that, Kind of a closing scene in the movie has remained uh, something I enjoy a lot. The movie was Contact. Uh, The scene is when Ellie Arroway is talking to the panel of scientists, uh, trying to explain her experience of having gone up in a transport that some unknown outside force presented to humankind. (laughs) Traveling in this uh, this means that, and ending up going through a wormhole, encountering things she can't explain that moved her to a change of life. And that's and her closing statement is: she's been a scientist, rigid, not believing in anything that couldn't be proven up to that point. Then she goes on this unexpected journey. Um, But she says, they ask her, why don't you just admit that like Occam's razor, the simplest solution is probably the accurate one because for everybody observing on Earth, she's just fallen through this space and land. I mean, didn't go anywhere. So she says, because I can't. I had an experience I can't prove it, I can't even explain it, but everything that I know as a human being, everything that I am tells me that I was, it was real. I was given, some, given something wonderful, something that changed me forever, a vision of the universe that tells me undeniably how tiny and insignificant and how rare and precious we all are. A vision that tells me that we belong to something that is greater than ourselves, that we are not, that none of us are alone. I wish I could share that. I wish that everyone, if only for one moment, could feel that awe and humility and hope. But that, and that continues to be my wish. I think I talk with some frequency about how uh, spiritual orientation to the world around us and uh, a concrete, more concrete orientation, uh, naturalistic view perhaps, are running into each other more and more as scientific discoveries unfold. And there are things going on in religious communities that are doing the same thing. From within traditional Christian uh, denominations, there are things being coming up, calling themselves the emerging church that are stepping outside of the the narrow understanding of the things that have been part of that tradition once upon a time, Unitarian Universalists were. Cutting edge. The world around us is changing, and we have, as a tradition, uh, continued to try to grow and work through the difficult things that we face respectfully, uh, like as a denomination, um, respectfully and effectively, and to move into new ways of doing business and... um, But I think in a lot of other ways, we kind of took the lead and got comfortable there and stopped paying attention to how things were moving around us in some of these regards. And I think it would do us great service to begin the exploration again if we have settled into our comfort zones. And if you've continued all along, thank you. Congratulations. I I know more all the time how little I know. And that's okay. Things touch me in a different way than they used to, and that's okay. I don't have the same kind of confidence that I once had, and that's okay. And I don't feel as worried as I once did. And that's a fabulous thing. Like Ellie Arroway, I wish that for everyone.